0: Well, hello and welcome. Happy New Year. This is the Two Gardeners One Story Podcast. The first episode for 2023 with myself, Mr. Richard Suggett from the Veg Ground Podcast and...
1: Me, Lee Connolly from uh, this, well, the Skinny Jean Gardener. <laughs> I didn't know how to describe uh, myself. I thought I'd just say Skinny Jean Gardener. Yeah,
0: uh, we all know who you are. Thanks, that mate. That celebrity status is uh, so high now.
1: I'll take it. I'll take it, although I am thinking about getting the badge out just to show it off a bit more this year, I don't know. Yeah, I would, if I were you. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Happy New Year, anyway.
0: Happy New Year. This is the first one that we've done for, well, for 2023, and I don't think we put any out in December in the end, either. We
1: missed, like, a Christmas special, like, not that we were going to do one, but (laughs) we missed it. We didn't do a New Year's one, but we are back now, so that's all that really matters, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it, we we should just apologise. We we have a rule with our own podcasts that if we say we're going to do a weekly podcast, we should do a weekly podcast. And we do do that with our other podcasts.
1: Yeah, but, not are um, saying this ain't important.
0: Not that no, not not saying this ain't important. But logistically, trying to get us together once a week to sit down and record it over the last few weeks has been pretty difficult. Yeah, what we've Your children and family and Christmas and New Year. Um, I barely saw the garden during that time as well.
1: You didn't see it at all. Well, I, you know, do you remember we said about um, decorating the garden for Christmas?
0: Ah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I didn't. You must have maybe done it yours secretly because I did do mine. If you look on my Instagram, I decorated my garden. Yeah. Did you?
0: I sort of decorated it and then the strong winds came along and, and destroyed
1: it that is terrible news i'm feel very sorry for you well just send me a photo of it what it looked like beforehand that'd be great anyway um, yeah I, <laughs> I went i went into my garden i wasn't to be honest with you i wasn't even about in in uh culture stuff over christmas but i actually only took my and this is bad luck right took my christmas decorations down in my garden on like the 12th i think the 13th of january
0: so bad luck.
1: Yeah, apparently. It's got to be a 12 days after Christmas. No, I didn't.
0: Oh, well, I didn't know that.
1: So, yep. There you go. We're well, not still got your Christmas next up, are you?
0: No. No. <laughs> they came down boxing day. Oh,
1: crikey. Of course they did. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. I've I've only to be honest with you, it's only been this week where I've started to do a little bit more down in the little garden.
0: Yeah same here funny enough the weather last weekend just gave us a bit of a break that mm. I could actually get out um, but then this week the frost has came back and it's
1: very cold outside
0: well I, hopefully at the uh, weekend apparently, it's going to warm up again
1: apparently at the weekend it's going to be gone right but um, I've got bought a, maybe not definitely not the right time to plant it but I bought a lavender plant today nice um And I went to go and try and. I thought, I'm going to get it in the ground right now. Boom. Just get it done, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't. I actually, it was too, it was, frost, it was frozen. Oh. So that's that job put on the side for a yeah. bit.
0: There you go. Well, you know, I was trying to work it out. We're, believe it or not, halfway through January now. In what? fact, we're coming into the latter third of January. February can be a bit cold at times, but. Then we're into March when it generally does start warming up quite nicely.
1: Yeah, well, I just I feel a little bit impatient this year to get it a little bit warmer, quicker, so I can do something. But there you go. That's just me. Probably a lot of us, to be fair. Yeah.
0: Now, talking of this year, you actually have a news article that is about the trends for this year, I believe.
1: That is true. I forgot that's what we're here for because with <laughs> this is two gardeners, one story. where We have uh, a story, uh, one of us reads it, and then we discuss it afterwards and um hey that was almost professional we just did that little bit there didn't it um yeah
0: i've I've sampled that that bit
1: yeah it was good eh? yeah keep hold of that (laughs) uh this week's story comes from country living and it is rhs predict nine garden trends for 2023 which is very um apt for 2023 not if you listen to this in 2024. um so uh, from green landscaping to changing lawns and tech. So you want to hear the top nine for 2023? Yeah. Okay. so the Let's R- go
0: from one by one.
1: Okay. I would. Alright, I'll to some. Uh, the RHS <laughs> 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 have shared their predictions on what, the, what will be big in the world of garden and horticulture in 2023. As with all areas of life, the RHS predicts that many of the UK's 30 million gardeners mm-hmm will be looking for more sustainable techniques to use while gardening. They will also garden with nature in mind. They suggest people will be looking to improve soil health, to conserve water, and to encourage wildlife. Other predictions include non-traditional lawns, green landscaping, and welcoming weeds. So here is the top nine. First one is thriving houseplants. So winter cold spells aside, the climate is generally warming, meaning we'll be using our central heat and less. Yeah, across the year, uh, this is good news for our houseplant friends, as they don't like the dry and hot air from our central heating. Then, uh, at number two, we've got regenerate, regenerate. Oh, I knew I was reading too well. Regenerative, <laughs> regenerative gardening. Um. 2023 we'll see oh 2024 we'll see the ban of peat-based bagged compost which you know it's a big subject anyway but uh, ahead of this gardens will be seeking out more eco-friendly alternatives to make the swap easier this includes composts made from wood uh, so that's number two at three gardening tech and we all have a bit of gardening tech right in line with oh yeah oh yeah all other areas of life apps and social media is increasingly popular and useful when it comes to gardening Uh, the rhs will be expanding their range of digital services offered in 2023 well it'll be interesting to see what comes from that Uh, number four herb gardens instead of buying packets of cut fresh herbs in single use and hard to recycle plastic packets uh, grow your own. They're definitely easier and can be done on windowsills from March through to April and uh, March to April, and outside from April to August. So herbs at number four, Mr. Suggett. Um At five, innovative climate resi- resilient gardens. 2022 saw the hottest summer we've had in years, with temperatures reaching 40.3 Celsius. Gardeners are keen to future-proof their spaces for a more extreme climate. Uh, And then at number six, changing lawns. After the drought of the uh, summer, it was near impossible to keep lawns green. Uh, Longer grasses not only help with biodiversity, but they're less water intensive. So we'll also be looking at changing our lawns, perhaps. At seven, green landscaping. Green walls, hedges and ponds are all set to increase in popularity as alternative to hard landscape and not only as a more affordable alternative, but to avoid the rise and issues of flooding it can cause. Uh, at number eight, we've got dried and pressed flowers. Uh, dried and, dried flowers have risen in popularity again over the last few years um, as a more sustainable alternative to fresh. So I think uh, over 2023, more dried and pressed flowers. And finally, uh, at number nine, embracing nature's unloved. Um, The RHS is receiving more and more inquiries about how to encourage a greater abundance of wildlife in order to fend off troublesome species, including wasps that will predate caterpillars, slugs that can help recycle decaying materials and aphids that provide food for favourites such as ladybirds. So, those are the top nine, Sugget. Would you like to very slowly run through with me um, and unpack each one? Yeah, good. I'm glad you said yes because. I <laughs> <a day. laughs> so, and when I, a minute ago I said uh, number one, thriving houseplants. Um, you've you've got houseplants. you have them like edible ones? Don't you?
0: Yes. Um and actually a recent story about my edible houseplant. So I've grew ginger and turmeric as a houseplant. Yes. And what I thought was my turmeric had died down, so I harvested it. But it wasn't turmeric, it was ginger. Oh.
1: A little surprising. And then for I went you. back
0: Yes, and I went back and looked at my plants. and went, Yeah, my turmeric is still thriving indoors, <laughs> and we don't really turn our heating on, so I'm a little confused how it survived uh, that. Okay,
1: <laughs> Wow. uh, do you, you don't, uh, other than that, um, you don't have any other house plants in that, do you?
0: Occasional, we got some cacti and Christmas plants and stuff, but I try and stick with the edibles because that's my thing.
1: Mm. See, uh, I, and I'm trying to. You try and keep it edible.
0: I'm trying to prove that you can grow food, even if you haven't got a garden.
1: Yeah, well, you definitely, you definitely prove that. Um, one of the things I've been getting more into is houseplants plants recently. Right, the biggest thing for me is trying to make them survive. One of them <laughs> is sitting right next to me. Hang on, wait there. I'll tell you exactly what it is. Wait there, because it's got the tag on. Wait there, don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
0: A drake, a drake, a for a second, a drakeina massagiana. A drakeina
1: massagiana. massagiana. there you go. Anyone that knows about <laughs> houseplants will know exactly what that is. Anyway, right, um, I, have, I had it in here in my office and it was love and life, even though it was getting a bit cold out here. I brought it inside for about three days and it's almost killed it it was so used to being cold it was like loving it It was like yeah i'll stay out here i'll be cold and then i've gone and brought him inside he's like just die. so i'm gutted really because he's a massive plant if you could see him he's massive and he was doing brilliantly and i've just gone and killed him off but i love houseplants i think they're a really good one in fact a little plug for my podcast but we've got uh jane perone on my podcast in the last few weeks giving some tips for children and houseplants because I just think they're oh, really nice. they're really good and they're not something I used to go through houseplants like it was no tomorrow because i never never really looked after them and probably over watered them but um yeah but they're good I like them
0: yeah I mean houseplants can be tricky but I know when I lived with my parents when I had my own flat and I had no outdoor space yeah houseplants were my go-to thing and because that's all I had I looked after them really well
1: yeah exactly that's the thing, isn't it? It's, um, yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so uh, thriving house plants this year. Um, the biggest thing I would say is if you do have them inside, just keep them away. That's my biggest tip. It's my only tip I can give you: keep them away from the radiators.
0: Mm, yeah, and give them plenty of light.
1: Plenty of light. Yeah, we had one on the stairs; well, that gets de- no no light and it died. Surprise.
0: Depending on what, well, depending on what the plant is, of course.
1: Yeah okay yeah Right, well, if a plant generally they be all right in the light, wouldn't they?
0: Well, it depends on the plant. Some plants are shade loving, and will do better in darker areas. So they're hmm. ideal for house plants in some ways.
1: Well, not the one we had on our on our uh, top of our stairs it did not it needed light. I said it needed light. Yeah. No one, li- no one in the house listened to me, and now it's a stick. Anyway, that's not positive. New Year, uh, right? Number two. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, regenerative gardening. Um, I did. I actually thought that they were banning peat this year. I didn't realise we we're going to have to wait a whole nother year for peat to be banned. I mean, this is something we talk about a lot anyway, about I've never used anything but um, peat-free. Um, maybe when I first started gardening 10 years ago, I might have used um, peat before I really knew about it, but not really that much. Um, but it does see, feel like, a lot more people are talking about this and and realising it, and especially even if it is being banned in 2024, it's in people's minds.
0: Yes. I'm having a lot of people debate with me about whether peat-free compost is really as good. Mm -hmm. And a a lot of people I speak to aren't impressed. But I've turned around and said that you've got to get on with it. The quality can only get better the more the the companies hear back from us. And then Prove that we can go you know we've got no choice pete is being banned
1: yeah and also like um the more we buy it the more money that will be will go into pete free becoming better as well do you know what i mean because the more the companies yep. will put into it because we're buying more of it right um yeah and i know i can't remember that i you we i don't know if we've talked but we probably have talked in this podcast about pete before no doubt um if not we've talked about it on our own podcast somewhere but um no doubt, right? I'm not going to say that having peat in our compost does something extra to our plants. It does help them a bit. I, don't, I can't say it don't, right? But mm-hmm. when something is bad for the planet, it just because it does something good doesn't mean we should just go, ah, uh, yeah, just carry on. <laughs> carry on. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, regenerative... Gardening in, in a nutshell as well. You know, it's about regenerating the soil, making our our garden's soil a lot better and, and saving the planet.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. That's it. Healthier. Healthier. Yeah, that's what it's all about, isn't it? Um, and number three, uh, we've got gardening tech, which I think we may have talked on this podcast back in 2022 about gardening tech a little bit. Um, more apps... Social media definitely helps. I, I, I'm never sure any apps. I do, I do, I would, you know, I think we might have talked about this before, but I like the idea of the apps. I've just not found one quite yet that really makes me feel like I want to constantly be on it.
0: Yeah, again, I've had a lot of discussions with people um, about using apps to, as like a journal, to journal their plants and stuff. And I find... There's a mix of people out there. Some prefer apps because I've always got the phone on them. Some people like myself prefer pen and paper. Yeah. Um, it's not so much that that technology is replacing existing technology. It's more like there's a technology adding to the, the tools that we might have.
1: Yeah. I'd really like an app that I don't have to like – there's an – there's an app about uh, it's it's all right for like finding out about plants and stuff but i'd like an app where i don't have to share i know like the whole thing about social media <laughs> is like oh yeah this all, and that's great i love that side of social media where it brings people together and that but i really like some an app that i don't have to like share everything i'm doing like a diet my own diary but did digi- i don't mind going yeah. digital but i'd like it to be just my thing rather yeah. than sharing everything do you know what i mean Maybe it's our age. Yeah. Maybe, well, not your age, you're older than me, but my uh, my young age, maybe. <laughs> yep. Uh, herb gardens at number four.
0: Yes. Now, this doesn't surprise me because I think that is definitely going to be a trend the cost of living crisis. Herbs, for me, are one of the best ways to add value to a meal mm. and probably one of the most expensive things to buy from a supermarket, yet, cheapest chips to buy grow
1: so and, and really eat and don't need a lot of space either
0: nope grow them on a windowsill grow them in a, a hanging basket you know in pots so little space needed for herbs yeah that doesn't surprise me at all that's on there um especially as i say with the cost of living crisis people which i'm surprised they didn't make an issue of on this people are looking to save money herbs is one place i've always said if you're looking for one thing herbs is where it is at
1: yeah a few of the i think a few of these ideas like skirt around that they don't want to literally say about the cost of living but they sort of skirt around that idea or uh, about that um, and noting it but I, I'm, yeah. I, I i i agree with you I, I, it's one thing i am say i will say about herbs is is i feel like i should i need to maybe that should be my new year's resolution is using more in cooking Cause I grow them at home and actually I've got a wall planter where I'm putting a load of new fresh herbs in, but sometimes I can go without using them apart from mint. I'll use mint. Like there's no tomorrow in the summer. I love it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think I need to maybe learn a little bit of where I'm going to put it in, in my cooking, um, to use it more. Cause I, I like them and I like going past. And when people come around, I'm like, like, you know, it's like, like you you're like rubbing between your fingers. You're like, Oh yeah, this is a bit of that. Do you know what I'm saying? But, um, but yeah, I used to use them rather than just show them off.
0: Well, that's what they're there for, to yeah, be used.
1: It. Um yeah. But yeah, so, but it's so much better and so much cheaper to, than actually <laughs> getting them from the shop in them little plastic bags. I don't really like that idea. But uh, n- number oh, five, but you, go
0: on. I was going to say, you could buy a uh rosemary plant for about a pound from a, a supermarket. A rosemary plant will last for years. Oh, and yeah. you'll get plenty of rosemary from it.
1: It'll get big as well. Oh, yeah. They're really like really right. Rosemary plants are very easy to grow. Well, I found they have been anyway. Um, at number five, innovative climate re- resilient gardens. Now, I really like this one uh, because uh, it says 2022, so the hottest summer we've had in years. And so we're going to be looking at future proofing um, our gardens. Thoughts?
0: There's definitely been a change in the weather this, like, this last year we've had the hottest and we've had the coldest temperatures that I've known here. So oh. I I think resilient or <laughs> what do they call it? Temper- climate change, resilient gardening.
1: Yeah. Climate resilient gardens
0: is very, very topical. And, um, I mean, for Christmas, my wife got me a weather station, and I'm keeping an eye on the weather and mm-hmm. keeping that as a record, because I keep saying I've never experienced temperatures like this, and then I
1: wonder, have I? Well, yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? It's, um, well, I, I, I really, I think this is. Um, I, it's funny, I had a meeting today actually about the school, a school garden things that I do here in Colchester, and I said in the summer, them school gardens got absolutely pounded by heat, right, and so. We are going to be talking to the children about that. Say, oh, last year we had a lot of uh, of a hot summer while we had these gardens. Can we think of plants that will deal well with that sort of weather? Yeah. Because because we had a lot of plants last year that were just sort of looking a bit sad. Um, And also, I think I've talked about this before as well, is this year I 100% want to do my front garden and make it... um, and make it uh, a an actual garden rather than just a a block paved nightmare. Um, yeah. Again, to think, of, I think about um, to think about that heat that we're going to be getting, and and being able to like probably project that away from the house a little bit, so the house ain't so hot because plants will suck in that heat. You know what I mean, and it would go into the soil rather than just bouncing off the pavement and straight onto your house.
0: Yeah. I'm not so sure on the science there, but um yeah, the science there, I, mate. I, I, don't
1: question I, it. The science, I heard someone <laughs> talk about it once. No, it's true. That's what I I, I read it last year. That, that because the heat and it sort of makes sense. But if the heat like just hits concrete, right?
0: Yeah, it gets
1: it just bounces into the stone. No, nah, no, nah, don't it just bounce off it. It just sits on it. it just reflect. You know, I guess
0: absorbed. Of light gets reflected. Because yep. heat will get absorbed.
1: Yeah. Okay. Right. Okay. Let's take. Let's take your crazy idea that he absorbs it. Still means that that front of your house is like really hot.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but my, what I was what I was actually questioning was the plants taking in the plants taking in the
1: heat. I think if it's under the soil, it might take it in, and trees and like a bit of shade and. But- plant yeah
0: the shade underneath yeah 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 i'm with you now i'm with what you were saying the shade what, created by plants
1: what i should have done is uh before i start ripping up the front of my driveway i should have took the temperature in the front of the house last year and then come back to you this year with the anyway i've not done that now it's too late um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> let's just say last year was hot yeah well, um, i'm
0: sure i'm sure if you go onto a local weather station you'll be able to find out there must be weather stations in your local area something yeah. like
1: wonderground will be able to tell you wonder i'm working that around wonderground okay i'll let you know anyway um i think everyone needs to think about it this year i mean i mean last year i've i mean last year was ridiculously hot, ridiculously hot weren't it
0: yeah it was a um, long period i mean i i, I don't recall it from memory i don't recall it being to the point that I felt I was too hot, but it was a long period of very warm weather. Is Just how I describe them.
1: it. And obviously you didn't have this issue, but I did because I didn't have any water butts really set up properly. But in water was the issue. I'm going to get, um we're going right off tangent here, but I'm going to get one of their massive, you know, their massive square. Yeah. I'm going to get one of them. I don't know where from. Sure. I've seen them on Facebook somewhere. I'm going to buy one of them. Put my gutter and in straight into that water for life, mate. Do it, do it. It's going to happen? The only thing I'm not quite sure how I'm going to move it about yet. I might get one of them. Do you know them things. Palette, Palette track. Yeah, going to get one of them as well. <laughs> I don't know how much they are. Probably not. But <laughs> but anyway, um, anyway, that's another. That's a conversation for another day. Uh, number six is changing lawns. Uh, again, very uh, similar uh, after the drought of the summer. It's nearly impossible to keep lawns green. I don't I don't necessarily agree with this change of lawns thing. Um, apart from maybe the length of your lawn might help. But I think we all can see that last year, yeah, one thing we don't have to do is water our lawn.
0: Yeah, I agree. I never water my lawn.
1: And I had loads of people asking me, oh, is my grass ever going to come back? And I was like, yeah, don't worry. It's like, it's a... It's the most versatile plant ever, grass, isn't it? I mean, me and Olive went for a walk the other day over our local uh, wick, like a woodland. I remember last year it caught fire because it was so hot. And no one's gone and planted any seeds or grass seeds around there. And all the grass has come back through. And that was on fire at one point. Yeah. So... Yeah.
0: Yeah. It survives anything, grass.
1: Yeah. Maybe just more of an understanding that it will come back and... Yellow grass is not the end of the world.
0: Well, I've got to admit, I am one that is sort of changing my lawn because I'm adding new garden vegetable beds to my lawn area. So we're having less of a lawn.
1: Yeah, you won't have that problem next year or this year, will you? Well,
0: there'll still be a small area. I've allowed a small area for Amanda and the dog.
1: So far. At the moment. At the moment. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Um, So, yeah. So, um, so changing of lawns is one thing. One other thing I'm also going to do is uh, I'm actually changing where my little robotic lawnmower goes, so it misses an area, make make it a little bit longer around there. Yeah. Um. The, at number seven, we've. Oh, I'm so sorry. I've got a little spider, money spider. I've got to take that, mate. Start of the year and all that round your head. Um. At number seven, uh, green landscaping, uh, green walls, hedges, and ponds are set to increase in popularity.
0: I like I like green balls. Um I like ponds as well. So I do hope that they do increase in popularity.
1: I think so. I think um again, just from speaking to people, I can see that they're they're talking about um about thinking about wildlife and stuff. So I can see a lot more ponds jumping into gardens and stuff. Yeah. For sure. Are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just
0: heard something out the corner. It's that that money
1: money spider coming at you? Uh, Number eight, uh, dried and pressed flowers. Now, when I read this, I thought, uh, I don't really know about this. I think it makes a lot of sense, though, because my wife likes dried and pressed flowers, or just dried flowers, (laughs) actually, not pressed ones, but dried flowers. Um, And they do last a lot longer. You can't, um, really, you can't really comment on this. You don't ever buy your wife any flowers, do you? So... I,
0: I think I've, I think they are a waste of money, in my opinion. Course, I think they're very wasteful.
1: You're brave saying this.
0: Uh, you're brave. I, 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 I'm not saying that people shouldn't do it. It's what anybody who does with their own money. But I just find <laughs> the fact that flowers are grown and then just cut down to be stuck in a vase and shipped around the world and stuck in a vase. To be very wasteful
1: it is a bit bizarre it is a bit of a weird I don't know when this started most of and it is a bit strange right. but if we go to dried flowers I think they last for such a long time it's a bit more eco-friendly
0: agreed yeah
1: um agreed maybe try it this year Valentine's is coming up maybe uh, Valentine's is a
0: prime example of how wasteful it is. I'm going to get on a high horse with this. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh.
1: Okay. Calm down.
0: Right. So when do we ever get roses in the middle of February in flower?
1: Uh, Yep. Rarely. Yep. Rarely. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: how on earth are we able to buy red roses for our significant others to give away at Valentine's?
1: I've never thought about it for myself.
0: They're so either shipped from halfway around the world where they are in flower, or they're in heated greenhouses, and a lot of energy has gone in to produce those flowers.
1: Now yeah. I could be wrong, but I think you're right. I've never thought about it. <laughs> to be fair, for, for Valentine's this year, uh, I'm going to be getting. I'm going to buy a rose bush.
0: Yeah, I'm fine just keeps on that. Get- give him yeah yeah i'm i'm fine with that i'm fine with buying a bush of an actual plant um and i have done that for my wife a few times in the past but actual flowers i just find them to be wasteful
1: it's a very bizarre it's a very bizarre world of uh flower buying maybe we'll talk about that another day and really um put our stamp stamp on that <laughs> let's finish really finish uh that whole uh, yeah weird um Thing off, uh, and finally uh, number nine, um, which I'm sure we both agree with, is embracing nature's unloved.
0: Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Um, I'm seeing it quite a bit lately,
1: actually. It's so strange. Like I go into schools, right, and speak to the kids, and I take what I, I think you've seen him in one of my shows, Sammy the Slug, yeah, my pet slug, and all the kids hate slugs, but I'm like. Oh, no. they're like oh, how do, what do we do with slugs like oh we we'll chuck salt on them, we we'll get rid of them don't kill them i'm like nah like if we get rid of slugs then the things that come along and eat slugs what are they going to eat and very slowly all oh, we get rid of all these pests we call them pests we get rid of them but actually we're going to end up getting rid of something eats that pest yeah so yeah. you know it's just um and that's something that I feel like is only just sort of coming around now where people are starting to realise that and maybe being a bit more accepting of these sort of things rather than just killing them off.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I still say the best way to get rid of slugs and snails
1: is to encourage birds. Yeah, exactly. 100%. Um, you know, a little slug here and there ain't too bad, is it? But definitely, I mean, they all 100% of the time, right, it's always one kid and I almost go round the, the class and ask kids until someone says it. Because I know one of them will say it, and they always go, oh, we chuck salt on ours. And I'm like, if you've ever seen a slug die with salt, it is horrific. It actually makes me made me cry when I did it once. I never did it again. Um, but I think, yeah, uh, that's good that people are uh, talking about it a bit more. And, and apparently it's going to be a trend this year. We're going to mm. love the slug.
0: Well, we will have to come back at the end of 2023 and see if these were proven be, to be correct.
1: <laughs> Did any of these things actually happen?
0: Do you have any trends that you think are going to be, or one trend that you think is going to be big in 2023, Lee?
1: Oh, that is a that's a very um maybe a good question. I, f- mm. I don't want to say grow your own because I feel like grow your own's been happening a lot, but I feel like people are going to be questioning it a lot more because of um. The cost of living and the cost yeah. of that, like, I've just going shopping the other day, and I'm, you know, I'm very lucky. My wife goes and does very old school, isn't it? But my wife goes and does the shopping, and I went with her the other day, and I was like, "Flipping it, stuff's got so expensive." I'm like, "With a hundred percent, we're <laughs> we gonna like, we do a bit of grow your own, and I'm getting about more into it again this year. But I'm going to be growing so much this year. Now I realize how much actually stuff's gone up in price, and I think." We talked about a few years ago, especially when we had lockdown, people getting to grow your own stuff. But I think this year, especially, people are going to be looking to save money um, left, right, and centre. And I think that's one of the best ways that we can do it. And, you know, we can't, I'm not going to say you can feed our whole family by just growing your own. You can try, but to begin with, it's, you know, it definitely, anyway, it's definitely going to help against your bills. That's my, I know that probably what you're going to say, but that's nope. one of my things, I think.
0: I mean, mine does play into the cost of living, um, but particularly the cost of energy. I'm expecting less people, and I'm already seeing it actually to be heating their greenhouses or heating their sheds. Is going to be a major trend. You reckon? Hmm. Yeah, because where cost of electricity has gone up so much, cost of energy that a lot of people I know, I'm not even using my heated propagators and grow lights this year. I'm going yeah. back to basics
1: hmm that's true that makes uh it does make a lot of sense again it's, but yes money saving isn't it people you've got to do what you you got to do maybe to start learning to to grow without help basically yeah um yeah well we'll see how that unfolds i suppose but um but yeah there you go
0: well i think we have uh made our predictions for the year it's down to the listener now to share their predictions
1: yeah, what do you think the listener and get in contact with us at
0: Richard at the or
1: That's it, just get get Richard will tell me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to hear I don't, want to hear, I don't want to hear from that. No, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> lee at if you wanna get hold of me as well. But um but yeah, we'd love to hear what your predictions
0: are for twenty twenty three. Yeah, that would be great. Lee, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks you so on. much
1: for joining me as well. <laughs> it's been fun, mate. It's good to be back for 2023. I'm enjoying it, man. Um, we'll be back next next week. Next week. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>